This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or an existing broadcaster looking to take your interviews and podcast episodes to the next level, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Visit poddex.com to get your Poddex today. Welcome, everyone, to the Hotel Nerd Network, brought to you by Anchor. What's Anchor, you say? It is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free. That's right. I said it. For free. But not only that, you can record from the comfort of your home, on the PC, or on the go with your phone. They have everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddex.com. Use code NERD21 for 10% off your first order. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use code NERD21 for 10% off your order. Hey everyone, give me one minute here. I'm having a technical difficulty moment. All right, that should clear that up and we're back. Sorry about that. I didn't realize I didn't have my camera plugged in. You know what? I'm just going to leave that in because that's kind of a funny goof. So, it is what it is. Anyhow, welcome back to another episode of Hotel Nerd Ranks. Today, we are doing top 10 movies. Again, these are my top 10. Might not be yours, which is fine. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack because there's a certain set of movies that I don't have on here. And they just didn't make the list. The... I'll be honest, the most well-versed of the nine, hint, hint, on what I'm talking about, uh, misses the mark at number 11. So, with that being said, let the controversy ensue, and let's get on with the top ten list. 
Number 10, The Exorcist. Because you can't have a top 10 list without The Exorcist. And I didn't know where else to put this. And I know I'm going to get shit for it being at the bottom of the list. And that's fine. Uh, in all fairness, I'm not the biggest horror fan. So I do appreciate horror movies for what they are. And I have no issue with a good horror movie. Uh, just this one is the one that always resonates for me and it had to be on this list. So, and anybody that knows me knows I love me a good disaster movie. I love me a good sci-fi movie and I love me a good comic book movie. So this, uh, list is going to be skewed that way. I can guarantee you. <clears throat> I mean, I can't really say much about The Exorcist other than what's already been said by like countless people. Other than it's a horror movie classic. And if you like horror movie and you haven't seen The Exorcist yet, please, 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 please see it. It is very good. Uh, I believe it was a 1970s release. I don't remember the exact year, but I'm pretty sure the decade was the 70s. Uh, so it, it's a great film. Number nine. This one's probably, let me double check here. It is the most recent release. Uh, came out last year, actually. Greenland. If you have not seen this movie and you love you, Love yourself a good disaster flick. Please watch this movie. This movie is stupendous. It does everything right that a disaster movie should do. It feels real. It feels visceral. It really does. Um, it shows the immediate after effect of people finding out that everything's going to go to shit. With a uh, asteroid, was it an asteroid or a comet? It was a comet, and it was breaking apart. Was the premise, and everybody is trying to find ways to survive, and chaos ensues. And they, there's a program with the government that certain people are going to survive and then there's a conflict of why they can't get on the plane and it it's good. I mean, I'm not doing it justice and I'll be in very broad strokes here for the sheer fact that I don't want to spoil anything because I want you to go in because basically that's the information that they give you in the trailer is exactly what I described. So, and it's great suspense leading all the way up to the ending it's very nice spacing points. There's, there's multiple points that there's disaster moments. It is very well done uh, when they happen. Number eight. Bad Boys 2. And I know I'm going to get shit for this out of the trilogy that I picked Bad Boys 2. My opinion, and I used to be on the hate train with this movie as much as the next person, but since I watched all three of these films back to back to back, this film is 
severely the most underappreciated, underrated of the Bad Boys trilogy. Bad Boys 3 goes so far, or I guess Bad Boys for Life, much as I hate that goddamn title. Um, this film is complemented tremendously by that film. So, if you haven't watched all three of the Bad Boys trilogy back to back to back, take yourself an afternoon or an evening and watch them all in sequence. It's so much better watching them in sequence. It really, really is. I really don't have anything else to say about it. If you don't know the premise of Bad Boys 2 by now, it's been out for, what, 15, 20 years now? Uh, just watch it. <laughs> I think the original Bad Boys came out in 93. Bad Boys 2, I believe, was 2002. And then Bad Boys for Life was 2019, I believe. Might have been early 2020. I don't remember. I think it was early 2020, actually, now that I think about it. Men in Black, number seven. <clears throat> First off, did anybody think that Tommy Lee Jones could ever be in a film that was slightly humorous ever anybody please if there was give me a show of hands by leaving comments because i never pictured tommy lee jones being in a sci-fi comedy let alone a sci-fi comedy based off of a comic book which is surprising that many people don't realize that men in black is based off of a comic book being honest i didn't know this till a couple years ago and i feel really stupid for not knowing this but it is what it is. So I'm always open to learning new things. And I was very pleasantly surprised to find out that this was a comic book series. I do know that there was a cartoon when this uh, franchise launched with Men in Black, uh, the film. And the cartoon was really, I want to, actually, I want to say really good. It was okay for what it was. Uh, two and three absolutely suck balls, being honest. The original Man in Black was by far the superior of that trilogy. Number six, Black Panther. And first and foremost, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to give you my number five right now as well, because I cannot address this movie without addressing Chadwick Boseman. He killed this role. Completely killed this role. And my number five is Infinity War. So with that said, he had cancer. And he made this movie. He had cancer. He made Infinity War. He had cancer. He made Endgame. He had cancer. He made 20... What is it? 21 Bridges, I believe it was called. Which, mind you, is a kick-ass movie. 
And there was one other one that came out that was released on Netflix, and I can't think of the name of it right now. And again, he had cancer. This guy kicked ass while he was alive, and he never once slowed down. I cannot speak highly enough of Chadwick Boseman. He was taken far too soon. He was a great actor, and by fucking God, he was a warrior. You keep pumping out films, even when you have cancer, and it's killing you. Most people would tap out and lay in bed. But no, he got up, and he did 14, 15, 16-hour days to make films for you, for me, and for the world to consume and enjoy. He made a tremendous mark in a very short amount of time. He made the absolute maximum impact with the amount of time that he had to where he broke out to be a top-tier Hollywood star. And even so, he was surrounded in this movie. And, I mean, obviously, the MCU as a whole, he was surrounded by great casting around the board. I mean, anybody that says the casting in the MCU was uh, crap, I'm sorry, I disagree. The MCU casting was pretty spot on as far as it could get. But, uh, God, I wish Chadwick was still here. He was putting out such of the best movie material of this generation. And we lost him way, way, way too soon. And it still hurts me that he's gone. And, again, with Infinity War, 18 films leading up to the final confrontation with Thanos, at least the first half of it. And this movie goes against the grain of so many superhero films. And if you haven't seen this film already, I can't really talk about this film without spoiling the ending, but the superheroes lose. That never happens. And we lose Black Panther in this film. And he doesn't come back until very, very close to the end of Endgame. Again, if you haven't seen Endgame, I can't talk about these films without spoilers. And I try not to do the spoiler thing, but it's almost next to impossible at this point to talk about these films because they're so big in the zeitgeist of the... uh, general populace that you already basically already know uh, how these things happen and if you don't you're under a rock so apologies for me having to take a drink by the way I want to show this off a little bit this was made for me during Christmas, I love this class. Absolutely love this class. My girlfriend's one sister went and custom made this class for me. She does a bunch of custom uh, things, glasses, shirts, decals, and 
she crushes it every time. It looks great. I have a custom decal on my car for Hotel Nerd, and I, it's amazing. It's still on there. It survived two major snowstorms, and it survived a, many trips to a car wash, and it's still there. So uh, if you're interested in having a custom mug made, and if I show this side, it has my name, which is awesome, nice little touch. I'm sure if you're interested in uh, having a mug like that, uh, I could probably get it made for you just by asking. So if interested, let me know, and I'll see what I can do. Just hit me up on Twitter if you want something custom like that made. Uh, so that's my nice little plug for my... Uh, girlfriend's uh, sister's side venture or main venture. I don't know which venture it is, but it's a venture nonetheless, and she crushes it. Staying in the realm of the MCU, we're going to go to where it all started. Number four, Iron Man. Launched the MCU. Probably the best phase one film. Uh, even in my opinion, it's better than the first Avengers movie, even. Uh, I know I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit for that opinion, too. You know what? That's fine. It's my opinion. You're allowed to have your opinion. It's fine. As friend John from Movie Lovers Unite, former co-host of the Hotel Nerd podcast with me, has always said, film is subjective. Because I like something doesn't mean that you're going to like something. And you know what? That's fine. Totally fine. Just keep it classy. It's the only thing I ask. I will listen to your opinions all day long. Just keep it classy. Because I'm willing to learn new things. But I'm not going to be willing to be talked down to at the same time. But anyhow. Iron Man MCU launched. Also, the beginning of Robert Downey Jr.'s redemption. Because as far as I'm aware, Robert Downey Jr. pretty much hit the bottom of the barrel. And I believe he almost ended up killing himself on drug overdose, if I recall correctly. I probably could be wrong on that, and I think I am. But I know that he was heavy in the drugs, from what the reports were. And... This sparked his renaissance. So, I mean, that, and I love Iron Man. He's my favorite MCU character. So, just saying, I'm a little, bi a little biased here. <clears throat> Number three, Independence Day. And I'm sorry, I will full-throatedly argue this. If this film is not on your top 10. I don't care if it's a top 5 or a top 3. Top 10. Has to be top 10. Because this had state-of-the-art special effects for when it was released. And it has the most, like, one probably one of the most iconic film shots ever in film. Probably top 5 film shot ever with the White House being blown up. 
I do not know one person on this planet that has seen film that has not at least seen that scene, especially on YouTube. If you look up iconic film scenes, I guarantee you that's going to show up within your first 10 videos of watching something on YouTube. I still remember seeing that in the theaters and being, pun intended, blown away by it. That and the cast isn't terrible either. The cast is pretty decent, all things considered, being honest. Number two, and this is going to be probably the what the fuck pick of this list. Twister. Let's. I'm going to be honest. I'm a weather geek. Through and through. Total fucking nerd when it comes to weather. Love it. I've been paying attention to it ever since I was a kid. Used to lay in the yard and watch the clouds and watch the storms grow and watch them pass through the valley when I, where I lived with my grandfather on the front porch. Almost been struck by lightning a few times because of my own stupidity. Um... <laughs> I've storm chased. I've almost been hit by a tornado by a total fluke of an accident. My own stupid fault, being absolutely honest. Because I definitely put myself in the wrong spot at the wrong time. Uh, but this movie, I have three reasons that this movie is on this list. It's a memorable movie, because if you say the movie Twister, people know what you're talking about. They might not know the people that are in it, but they do at least know the film itself. This film is extremely quotable. Very quotable. I use the one quote all the time, and that is the one with Dusty, which is um, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Yes, Philip Seymour Hoffman is in this film. Uh, he plays Dusty, and he's quite comical. He's actually probably my favorite character in the entire movie. Uh, and in a lot of ways, this film was influential. Really, really was. And other than Into the Storm... You can cheat and say the day after tomorrow had tornadoes in it, which fine. But I think Twister and Into Tomorrow or Into uh, the Storm are the only ones that actually deal solely with tornadoes. Everything else is like, oh, big disaster film with tornadoes involved. So, uh, that's why it sits at number two on my list. And number one. Anybody who knows me knows this. I am a sucker for Ghostbusters 1984. Not such a fan of the 1989 Ghostbusters 2. And I hate, hate, hate the 2016 reboot. Absolutely despise that. And no, before people jump my ass, no, 
it's not because it's all female. It's because of the cast, but it's not because it's all female. So anybody that has that argument, I'm shutting that shit down right now. That cast was terrible. The only good character, and I can't even remember what the hell her name was, was the one that was the Egon character. Short of that, everybody was shit. Chris Hemsworth was shit. It was a terrible film. Uh, this film was great. In every single aspect of the word. Great cast. Great story. Great backstory behind how this film was made. There was a lot of trials and tribulations for this film. This film almost never happened. To be absolutely honest. If you do not know the backstory behind Ghostbusters 1984, please, please watch it on Netflix. I believe it was the movies that made us, I believe is the name of the series. And watch the Ghostbusters episode. Because this film almost did not happen. They pulled this film off, if I remember correctly, in 10 months. Which is absolutely, obscenely absurd. This movie is very memorable. If you say Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, you know what the fuck people were talking about. This movie is extremely quotable in so many aspects. I can almost verbatim from start to finish this movie because I've seen this movie so many times because I am such a big fan of this film. <clears throat> but with that said, that is this week's top 10. Uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, hell, dislike this uh, video if uh, it's not fitting your standards. Every interaction helps. And as always, this will all be released on audio at the same day that this will be released on YouTube. So if you don't want to watch the video and you want to listen to the audio, you're more than welcome to on any of your podcast uh, providers. And with that, I will call it a night. Enjoy your week. And this one will be anything coming up when this one comes out Super Bowl is this week just the date when this is coming out actually um, this will be before the Daytona 500 so this will come out the night before the Daytona 500 so if you're a NASCAR fan enjoy the race tomorrow uh, as of right now, it looks like I got to work, unfortunately, even though I was planning on hosting a Daytona 500 party, which is a tradition that I have in this house with my kids. Um, so, yeah. Have a good night. Enjoy the race. Hopefully your football team won, the one that you root for during the Super Bowl. Or I guess I can't really say Super Bowl because, God forbid, it's... Uh, um, not allowed. Probably have to censor that or YouTube will automatically censor it for me, one or the other, every time I say those two words, God forbid. Um, 
play in. We call that a night. Uh, hopefully, we will have the next episode of Let's Talk Up uh, here pretty directly, which will actually be a Ghostbusters episode featuring John from Movies Lover Unite. And as always, you can reach me at Hotel underscore Nerd86 on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. Just look up Hotel Nerd. You'll find Hotel Nerd Network, and you'll find the Hotel Nerd Facebook group. And I will say goodnight. Peace out.